Hi, this is Mas Najati. Welcome to Exponential Intelligence. Today we're going to be talking about meaningful relationships. Uh, with me is uh, Crystal Fambrini. Crystal, how are you? Great. Thank you for having me with you, Moss. I'm very excited about meaningful relationships. It's always a pleasure, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have to look forward to in today's podcast? What are the takeaways with meaningful relationships and EI? Uh, the takeaways are going to be that uh, a real understanding of what meaningful relationships are from an exponential intelligence perspective. Mm -hmm. okay? uh, and then the differences between physical uh, what people think as physical meaningful relationships and then the spiritual meaning of, of um, meaningful relationships. Uh, another takeaway is going to be that we're going to be developing, say, the meaningful relationships or the meta-healing that's going to be performed after is going to be from the spiritual side of meaningful relationships. Perfect. So we get to learn the difference between a physical meaningful relationship and a spiritual meaningful relationship. Yes. And can you have both? Uh, you can have both. Uh, most of us, what happens is that, you know, we, we look at a meaningful relationship from the physical aspect. Mm -hmm. okay? Most of us, uh, again, never really look at a, uh, a relationship from the spiritual side. Uh, they always have, say, some kind of desire or need that needs to be fulfilled. Right? And that's why a lot of women uh, get married. They really don't marry for love or that connection, that spiritual connection. Most of it is because they want to get married. They have that time clock ticking and so on like that. In fact, a lot of my clients, when I tap in, when they're, say, um, unsatisfied, not satisfied with their right marriage that they have, you know, I can go back in time and, you know, to the time that they got married. And, you know, I can tap in and go, wow, you didn't really marry for love or that connection. And they go, no, not really. You know, a lot of times they go, well, he was just nice or he was available and so on like that. And then the relationship falls apart. Right, later on, and then they blame the guy or they blame themselves. I mean, uh, whoever it might be, uh, you know, that relationship falls apart. They're dissatisfied. So, But when you come from it from a spiritual perspective, then all the right conditions are there for you to have a meaningful, meaningful physical relationship. And this, when we talk about EI and meaningful relationships, we're talking about love relationships, but also the relationships you have with like your work colleagues, just r yes. relationships in general, right? They're all meaningful. Yes, yes, uh, exactly. You start to see it from a broader perspective. All relationships that you have should never, say, bind you, should never oppress you. Uh, they should all, always be, say, organic or always growing, always complete, always making you, say, complete. When you say that they're organic, does that mean you can't really force meaningful relationships? Yes, exactly. You can't really force. It's a natural rhythm or a natural pattern. Uh, you see it. I've, I've actually haven't seen a meaningful organic relationship in a lot of, say, the, the clients that I, that I have worked with. I'm sure there's uh, people out there that live that way, but very few, a small percentage from what I'm seeing. Wow. And then also at the end of this podcast, we're going to be left with some moss work from you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and after that, we will jump into a meta healing. Yes. On, say, uh, that meta healing is going to be special. I'm going to try to get you into, say, an arena or uh, another reality where, like, that spiritual relationship, meaningful relationship uh, actually exists. And once you understand that, once you're aware that it can exist, those, those frequencies resonate deep within you. 
and then you bring them into your physical form. And then what happens is you start to attract that meaningful relationship in a physical reality here. Now, a lot of people that may be listening might be thinking in their heads right now, well, I know what a meaningful relationship is. I, you know, yes. <laughs> I may not have one, but I get the concept. Do you believe that, that that's true? No, not at all. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, we've discussed this before. A lot of people follow their heart, mm-hmm. you know, and I always say, say never follow your heart because you, we, we uh, you know, they're misaligned. Really, mm-hmm. they're mis- miscalibrated. Um, so this is more of an awareness. A lot of people who who think they understand a meaningful relationship, they realize it from, from a small subset of the possibilities that they are aware of. Like they might have seen it on TV as a relationship. They might have seen it, you know, maybe in their parents, which is highly unlikely, uh, but they don't really say understand the concept so, at a deeper level. And so I think we touched upon this briefly, but if you could go into it, uh, for us, and so much, so so many of us get this wrong. What is the concept of a meaningful relationship? How do you describe that? Well, from the spiritual perspective, uh, uh, that relationship is is allowing that individual to say grow organically. Okay, so that's so that relationship is not bound uh, on you know what that other person does for you say at a physical level. And most of most of the attachments that we have, or most of the relationships that we bind together with is because that individual does something for us, right? Mm-hmm. Or creates some, some clarity or something like that. But this is, yes, it, at a spiritual level, those meaningful relationships are there to do that as well. But from a, again, from a different perspective, you always say grow spiritually or connect higher spiritually. You become a better person at a higher level, it's very hard to understand or the nuances are hard to understand. But once you say resonate with that individual, uh, you truly understand. And I've brought a lot of people towards, towards that meaningful spiritual relationship. And, and again, it's hard to explain, but once they're in sync with each other, uh, they totally understand the concept of what it's supposed to be. And when you have a meaningful relationship, does that mean you're supposed to be, you know, in this relationship 24-7? You know, people who do have, say, that spiritual meaningful relationship in their physical realm, uh, if they were with that person 24-7, they would never grow tired of that person. Uh, they'd never have to take a break from that person. They would never have to, say, uh, excuse themselves, you know, the awkward moments, the quiet moments, the things that, you know, the times when it's totally quiet, there's no uncomfort feeling because you basically, you live, uh, it's like living with yourself, just from a different perspective. That was going to be my next question, actually. Yes. <laughs> Is it possible for, for you to have a, I mean, should we all be having a meaningful, meaningful relationship with ourselves as well? Or is that uh, something entirely different? No, the one of the on route uh, to have that meaningful relationship with somebody else is to be, say, completely satisfied with your own self first. Uh, you know, when I work on individuals, you know, a lot of women come to me, well, guys too, and they go, you know, I want a relationship. And then it's like, well, let's make you complete first, mm-hmm. right? Because when you start becoming complete, you resonate, say that completeness or wholeness that you are, you naturally attract an individual that will continue on with that completeness or wholeness. If you resonate with something other than that, you attract somebody, some individual that will say magnify whatever you're resonating at. So if you're incomplete, 
you'll attract somebody that will that will keep you incomplete. Well, you know, there also is a lot of people out there that have just given up on having or obtaining a meaningful relationship. Yes. What uh, are your thoughts with that? Well, there's two ways of looking at it. Uh, I know a lot of individuals, they've given up on not only just relationships, but just sex and, um, you know, in, in its entirety. It's like, well, I'm celibate now, right? And they think they're actually grown from it. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I tap into them, it's like, uh, no, they're not. You know, it's similar to, you know, you've, you've, you've been raised a certain religion and then you separate from it, not because, uh, not because it's healthy for you, but because you want to split away from the family dynamics. So you've got a grudge against, say, that religion. It doesn't do you any good. Same thing with, say, being celibate. A lot of people go celibate or they don't date. The reason why it, it's not beneficial for them is because, again, it's a grudge against something that didn't work, and they don't want to go back into it and fail again. It's not because they're growing from that experience. Uh, be, being celibate and growing, expanding, is a fantastic opportunity. But most individuals who become celibate or don't get into a relationship for you know, 5, 10, 20 years, whatever it might be, is because they have pain that they don't want to revisit again. Very, very different. So what are the most common relationship problems that you deal with with your clients? Uh, the most common relationship uh, issues uh, are, one, uh, most people don't marry for the right reason. And this is, this is marriage relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't, obviously they don't marry for love. Uh, it's usually some other physical, say, attachment that they feel complete with that person, whether it's security, whether it's just getting married, whether, you know, it's, it's that ticking time where they want a baby, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times that happens. So th- there's a lot of dysfunction in relationships. I mean, statistically, again, most, most marriages, 50, over 50%, end up in divorce. And so that's in regards to marriages, but what about just family relationships? What are your most common problems with trying to keep the family together, like with parents or siblings? Right. The, the family relationships, and you know, we're talking about it during the holidays. Uh, a lot of people that I've worked on, uh, in the holidays, they start to separate uh, themselves from the family dynamics, okay? which is really a great opportunity for them to say, expand and go out on their own. And and by that, I mean, uh, they're totally, say, separated, uh, again, from the family dynamics, uh, and they start to learn about themselves. Um, And that's the only way. You know, when I work on individuals on relationships, they they single out or they separate automatically, even if you're in a group all the time or if with, you know, if you have a spouse. Um, you start to feel alienated or separated in a good sense because that is the only way that you start to learn about yourself, who you are, because that most important relationship is between you and yourself. And then at a higher level, when I work on you, you, that connection between spirit comes in as well. And that's where that that good entanglement, that uh, organic entanglement, as I call it, comes in. Uh, And that's where you start to redefine what you see as relationships. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, let me put it another way. Uh, and this is, and this is, you know, people come to me and go, Moss, I want more wealth or I want more money or I want, um, you know, the physical things in life. And then as they say, become more clear, they don't want any of the physical things in life anymore. There's, it's, it's, it's just like, Moss, just work on me. 
you know what to do. Uh, it, it's because they're devoid of the physicalness or the physical wanting of completeness. Uh, it's, it's more like uh, you let go of anything physical here, whether it's like a love, right? Because that's physical. Uh, it's more of an understanding that once I am complete, you know, the love that I need automatically comes to me. That closeness that I need automatically comes to me, whether it's in a friend relationship, whether it's, you know, parents or siblings or, you know, child, parent, um, or, or, you know, a, a love relationship. Uh, all those things naturally come into you. It's not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And so EI and meaningful relationships, how do you activate EI to get the meaningful relationships? How do you conquer these problems? I know you just briefly talked about it, but what are some like step-by-step ways that we can you know, work on this together? Step-by-step, I mean, I'm going to be giving you moss work for that. Uh, so you can you can do it on your own. But so, what I do simply is actually say bring you into a reality that that spiritual relationship is available. Okay, mm-hmm. so you see it firsthand. Actually, you don't see it, but you actually feel it. You're you're inundated with it. You're wrapped up with that beauty and grace. You are embraced by that. Say frequencies of meaningful relationships. At you know when I do the meta healing. Once you bring it down, you start resonating with that um, on the physical plane. And that's where you start to understand again uh, where, say, a completeness of meaningful relationships. Is it possible for all of your relationships to be meaningful relationships? Yes, because the completeness actually comes from understanding yourself. Most individuals don't work on themselves. You know, uh, you know, just look at love relationships or romantic relationships, right? Uh, you go, you know, you have a bad relationship. What do you do? You try to find somebody else to connect with. You never go, well, you know, I did something wrong or I have to work on myself before I connect to another relationship. I mean, very few times that happens, right? Most of us, uh, we're hurt from it. So we're even more damaged. And then we get into a relationship that even more damaged the next relationship. And it gets, you know, sometimes it becomes worse for us. Also known as baggage. Baggage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we get rid of the baggage by going yes. within, essentially. Yes, exactly. And working on ourselves. So yeah. how do you continue to grow a meaningful relationship? Because certainly it's not a means to an end. No, the, uh, the growth comes naturally. That's the beauty of it. You know, once you say harmonize with that individual, uh, it's a natural growth pattern. There's nothing that you have to do. Everything is just uh, symbiotic. Uh, And, you know, furthermore, relationships that are meaningful at a spirit level, Mm -hmm. Uh, again, very dynamic. Uh, It's not like one person is the leader all the time. Uh, You take turns, you know, in, in a space of weakness, say that other person takes control or guides you. Uh, and then when that other person is weak or needs help, uh, somebody else, right? The, your other, your partner takes control. So it's not always like one person is the leader, one person is the follower. You know, in physical relationships, that's what usually it is, right? It's that strong person. But uh, again, in that spiritual uh, tendencies, um, no one's no one's like ahead of the person. No one's better than the other individual. No one's pulling that other individual to go along, right? In a lot of relationships, that's what happens. There's usually one, say, individual that's stronger and they have to drag the other person uh, for some reason or another 
to continue on with that relationship. And that, that, that bond starts to, say, disintegrate quite rapidly. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, he- I've heard people say before that relationships, a good relationship takes work. It does, in a sense. Uh, yes, it does take work. But, you know, the work that you have to do, you have to, you actually naturally become that other person that that, that person desires. So let me say that again. From, from what I'm seeing or from what I see is that, you know, if you desire certain traits of that person that you, that you need, that other person actually transforms into your needs to help you, say, be complete. Did that make sense? Yes. Yes. In a way, it's, it's very deep. Meaning if, if you are in a relationship and you might be missing, uh, for example, one person's shy and another person is outrageous <laughs> and um, the shy person can tap into the outrageousness and kind yes. of get, a, you know, fills that void. So they feel yes. a part exactly. of the energy that's going on. Um, And that's not taking away from the relationship. No, not at all. It's just more combining. Yes, exactly. And that's not necessarily work. It's just more of an awareness or connection. Um, I wouldn't say relation. I mean, obviously, you know, it is any relationship or anything is work, but that work is more meaningful and it, it doesn't feel like work. It's just a state of being really. It's more of a commitment to the relationship itself. Um, I wouldn't even call it a commitment because commitment means like you're giving up something to me. You know, I mean, that's my definition of commitment. You know, if you're committed, um, is it, are you willfully committed or are you wanting to be committed? See, that's the difference. You know, most people want to have that ring on their finger because then it shows that that person is committed or that person is mine and so on. And that's not the way it works. You know, at a spiritual, right, or a truer meaning uh, definition of, of a relationship, it's like you just want to be with that person just because you want to be with that person. Uh, there's no commitment, right? It's a natural state of being. So if you want to call that commitment, uh, it's commitment without any negative or derogatory, say, attachments with that. That's interesting that you said that commitment is kind of it taking away from something. Yes. I haven't heard that before. Yes. Uh, and that's how most commitments work, right? When you say commit to something, uh, you think that you're going to lose something in return. Isn't that how most relationships work? Maybe Isn't that's that what how- the men think. <laughs> well, um, well, the men think that way, and then the women think that they're going to gain something, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. out of that commitment. They're going to gain, say, that man not fooling around, which, uh, again, uh, doesn't work out for most people. Or, you know, they're going to think that that man is going to stay with them forever because most women want that security. And, uh, and, again, it doesn't work out for them either, right? Right, right but they want that physical, say, commitment or that marriage license or whatever, that definition of commitment Mm -hmm. because they're in fear Mm -hmm. of losing that individual. That's why they want to be committed to that person, right? It's not a want. It's more, it comes from a fear. Mm -hmm. And people know, you know, there can be people that are with each other and can speak without having to say anything. You know, they can communicate without talking, and they can sit next to each other and have breakfast and be perfectly happy not speaking. 
Exactly. And you can see that when you look in, when you look in restaurants, you can see that happy couple. They don't Mm -hmm. need to be speaking. You can feel their energy. And at the same token, you can be in that same restaurant and see two people that aren't speaking that clearly don't want to be in the same room together. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You've noticed that too. Yeah. I know it's, and then, and then there's uh, the people that talk to each other, but they're so disconnected. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just like keeping up. Uh, they're just keeping a conversation there just to fill that void because they feel so uncomfortable if they became quiet, right? Yeah, because lo- I think a lot of times people define their relationships by how much time they spend with the other person. Yes. And, you know, that isn't necessarily what's important is kind of what I'm picking up from this. It's about no. the being. Mm-hmm. Right, it's about the being. You know, and, and, and spending a time, you know, when you're, say, separate from that individual, Okay. Mm-hmm. That individual is with you no matter what you're doing. They're always like next to you. Their spirit is always next to you. Uh, and you never get bored. It's like, it's like being part of yourself, really, uh, in a different sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, when I say it, being part of yourself, people think that you know, you're so connected that you lose your identity. It's not about that at all. It's just about that you're so say excited about being with that person. You, they're always in front of your mind. Just like, you know, when you love a child so much, right? You love your kids so much. Um, it's just a natural state of being that they're there. You're not worried about them or anything. At least I'm not. Uh, but they're there and you want to share whatever you're experiencing with them, although they're not there physically. Fascinating. What is some misconceptions about meaningful relationships like we just kind of touched on one about you know time like if you're Mm -hmm. with someone 24 7 that doesn't mean that you necessarily have a meaningful relationship right uh that is true there's a lot of misconceptions oh my god you know most of it is a physical knowing or um well like we talked about being committed Mm -hmm. right having that ring or having saying like i want to you know we're we're a couple other false relationships is that, say, if you, well, uh, people who get, say, pregnant, you know, they have a child and they think that they're going to get connected better. It doesn't obviously work that way. Uh, it actually, say, magnifies whatever issue that they have. Um, you know, there's m- most of the false representations in relationships uh, come from a lack of a sense of self, really. So if you feel incomplete, you're going to magnify that in that relationship. And then as you continue to work on yourself and become more complete, the people that are around you, those meaningful relationships might change, right? People might fall out of your life. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> like you might not be oh, meant yeah. to have a meaningful relationship with, with the person who you thought you were supposed to be having one with as you work yes. on yourself. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many uh, marriages I've probably broken up <laughs> because that person that they say was united from Mm -hmm. uh, wasn't the person that they needed to be with. Um, And again, on the same token, I don't know how many people I've connected at such a strong level. Uh, Again, it is at a spiritual expectation of what a meaningful relationship is is for, Mm -hmm. not a physical expectation. A lot of individuals, whether it's we're talking about relationships or anything else that I do uh, to help people, you know, they have a certain expectation. It's like, okay, Masa is going to work on me or, you know, we're going to do this group healing, whatever it is. And then my relationship is going to be better. Right? For the most part, it might be better if that person was meant to be in your life. 
Okay. Uh, but I know from experience, I've worked on individuals and uh, on relationships. And then like a week later, they go, Mas, I can't believe it. A friend of mine, ever since I've, you know, we've been in uh, grade school, they call me up and they go, I don't want to see you anymore. Just out of the blue. Right? Because that wasn't a meaningful relationship. So instantaneously, relationships like that get disconnected from you. Wow. Yeah. It's very, very powerful. Uh, the, the friends that you know of, a lot of times they drop off. Right? Uh, your parents, your siblings, uh, your family ties, relationships, uh, they break away as well. And obviously you can't get rid of your family. Sometimes if it's worth it for you, you know, you actually do move away. You don't see your uh, family anymore because, again, it's a binding experience. And that's not something that you need. But for the most part, you move away enough uh, where you grow on your own. And then in the family dynamics, those individuals who want to come with, who want to come into a higher realm of that relationship and break free again from the family dynamics, they come with you, they join you, or they respect you from a different perspective if they don't want to join you. So yes, things do change. And it's really about the frequencies that you're generating. Again, most, I guess one of the biggest uh, misconceptions is that uh, if you change a person, Right. If you get a new friend, if you get a new spouse, or if you get a new lover, whatever, uh, your dynamics of the relationship is going to change. It never changes. What the frequency inside you that resonates in you, once that changes, then the dynamics of, say, your outside, your relationships change as well. That's why people do patterns with certain types of love relationships. It's the same person, just a different, <laughs> a yes. different person, but the same type of person over and same over again. Over they, and over and over. Yes. Because they keep calling, because they're still at that frequency where they keep calling that person in because they haven't necessarily learned from what they're supposed to get from that relationship. Exactly. Just yet. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I, you know, you, you might think it's like they haven't learned, they haven't just become aware of that pattern. Mm -hmm. Really. They think it's something outside of themselves. Now, what about, you know, relationship with parents and their, and their kids? You say that, you know, parents have this bond with their kids at all times. You know, is that, is that, uh, that's or? true. You know, I'm actually looking, you know, that's not a true statement. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm just looking at it from my perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, my kids and I very, very close, very, very complete. You know, we don't have to do anything. You know, we don't have to, um, actually we just like hang out sometimes and we just have a great time. Mm -hmm. that's the kind of bond I'm talking about you know and um, you know talking about kids and parents uh, you know a lot of women want to have kids and it's really a means to an end if you want to look at it that way you know it's like okay I'm going to have kids and then I'll be more complete and that's how most people look at relationships well I'm going to be married and then I'm going to be complete or you know, I'm going to find somebody and I'll be complete. And it's not true. You never be complete. For whatever reason you're connecting to a relationship, it never, never works out. Again, because it's, it's, it's like you're going to be physically, say, complete at that level. You never become physically complete trying to find it in somebody else. So again, it, most relationships are a means to an end. And when you talk about, you know, the spiritual part of a relationship and how that's truly key to a meaningful relationship, the spiritual relationship, can that sometimes happen before the physical relationship starts? 
like before you even meet it the person? It always happens. Oh right. yeah, it happens. It's always that way. Uh, and this is where like love at first sight happens, mm-hmm. right? Um, because at spiritual level, you are both at a certain level and that's why you connect. Okay? Uh, and then when you do connect, even for the first time, it's like you've known that person forever, right? When you say don't see each other for a long time, you just pick up on that relationship like there was no space. Mm-hmm. There was no time of like being left alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to reorient yourself with that individual. You just like leave off where you left off. Those are signs. Those, yes, those are those signs of signs. being in a meaningful relationship. Yes. Um, you know, other signs, well, it depends on the siblings, if it's a sibling relationship, but like love relationship, I'm, I'm sure most people are interested in the love relationships. Uh, you know, that connection that you have when you hold hands, there's that electricity between you two. When you walk down the street, people just like look at you or look at that couple and go, wow. Uh, you just exude, say, this frequency that's around you uh, that's bigger than the both of you. And people actually, people actually see it, even if they're dense. They see, say, that connection that they have uh, between each other. Uh, obviously, the, the love experiences, way beyond the physicalness, way beyond like even uh, like tantric-type sex. Uh, it, it's like you entangle yourself at a spirit level and it uh, Again, it's way beyond any, say, physical sensation that you feel. Is it possible to be in a meaningful relationship and then fall out of a meaningful relationship? Can you lose it once you obtain it? Uh, I suppose you could, um, but that connection is still there. I'm just kind of tapping into, say, people. Um, you'd always, you would never break away from that individual. Mm-hmm. The bond is so strong, mm-hmm. right? whether it's a love relationship, especially if it is a love relationship. Um, but that love relationship be- could be between, you know, uh, a father and son or uh, or so on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you break away. Um, but in love relationships, if you break away, uh, you'll always love that individual. You'll always say, be connected to them. Well, that sounds, that's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't actually see those individuals breaking away um, because that that nourishment, that spiritual nourishment that mm-hmm. they get from each other, uh, nourishes their physical, say, physical essence. So they're always say somehow say be connected at some level. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking to me about this. Is there anything else you'd like to say about EI and meaningful relationships? Uh, no, I think let's just jump in. I think this is uh, it's been fantastic. Okay, perfect. So what's the moss work this time? Moss work is taking an honest reevaluation of, say, your relationships, all aspects of your relationships, especially the one with yourself. You know, we have a lot of times we have this facade that we think we are somebody uh, and in, you know, and in the closet, our real self exists, right? So bringing that out. Um, and then another uh, relationship, if you're, say, looking for that perfect relationship, especially love relationships, is starting to notice, say, if I had this person in my life, you know, in this scenario, I want them to make me feel like this, right? For example, you know, in quiet moments, I want them to feel comfortable around that individual, right? Or like during love, uh, I want to feel totally, say, that spiritual connection between an individual, 
Beautiful. So what you want out of, say, that relationship, the emotional value of what you want or how they make you feel. Okay. Uh, by the way, when I attract relationships to individuals, that's what I do. You know, I kind of uh, scan you on what you need to be complete. And then I track, say, I attract, uh, say, frequencies in you or I generate frequencies uh, within you. And then you attract a person that resonates with those frequencies and that's how you connect or that's how I connect people. I don't, I don't bring in a specific individual for you, but I generate the frequencies that make you organic or make you more meaningful or have you have a meaningful relationship. And speaking of, the, of generating those frequencies, we get to get a little bit of taste of that right now in the meta Yes, yes, exactly. So let's jump into that. Okay. And in this meta-healing, as you get comfortable sitting, standing, lying down, preferably standing up, uh, what we'll do is I'll take you into, say, different realities where you'll experience the different layers of relationships. There's about 12 different uh, layers that you can go into. Most of us don't get into, most of us won't get past, say, the third layer. Okay, uh, Those are for the, and we can talk about this in, in another uh, podcast. Uh, let's just jump right in. Let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. And as we exhale, letting go, letting go of anything that we need to let go of, just allowing ourselves to come into the heart space chest space or the solar plex area. So just noting where you are. That's kind of going back in time, kind of seeing the kind of relationships that you had. And just note, even during the podcast, working on you, so a lot of, say, the relationships, a lot of feelings might be coming up for you. Another deep breath in, connecting to the group dynamics. Just wondering how many other people are listening to this podcast, whether at the same moment or some other time. Right, connecting to a higher essence of all of us, allowing us to go further faster, allowing us to open up to different realities, different possibilities. And then as we get even more comfortable, Taking that organic breath in. On the exhale, asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? And then coming back into the heart space through the solar plex. why you're noticing that heart space. On the back end, bringing out all those files, those patterns, thoughts of how your relationships they have formed from the programs that have run, either from your experience, familial experience, previous lifetimes, Society standards.
Some of you who may have uh, been distorted from your upbringing, again, family values, uh, you might be feeling something in the groin as you've lost your identity, right? Again, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Feel it in the groin, head space. So we'll work on those three areas as well. Whatever is popping up for you, just kind of note it. Okay, why don't we let those say memories, patterns, behaviors, ideas, what we think relationships are about? We'll set that aside. No matter where you are, no matter how you feel about relationships. And if we could imagine what a meaningful spiritual relationship is about. Again, it's a trickle-down model. So once we connect at a spiritual level through exponential intelligence, naturally comes into our physical existence. So let me invite you into that first layer. There we go. And you might feel an awareness. Most of you probably will. A small percentage of you through fear or through control might not feel it right away. A little delayed. Notice the completeness. You've noticed it's just a state of being. As I mentioned before, there's about 12 different layers that you can ascend into. This is just the first layer, very different than most of your evaluation of what meaningful relationships are like. Very distinct differentiation. Let's do this. Let's take you up to the next level for those people who are ready. And again, if you can't go up to that next level, it's okay. In time. As I continue to work on you and as you note, how you feel, 
again, more of a state of being, state of completeness, state of strength. For those people who can, and again, very few people ascend to even this third layer, three out of 12, 13 levels. Uh, let me invite you to that third layer. This level, notice the brilliance. Notice that oneness for those of us who can get to that third layer. Again, no worries if you can't in due time. Probably will. Go higher. No. So no matter what level you're in, in that spiritual definition of meaningful relationships, much grander, perhaps than anything you've felt before in any type of relationship. Go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. No matter what level you're in, just bring you back into your physical form where you are right here, right now. Noticing whatever you're sitting, standing, lying down on. Noticing your physical form. Let's help you bring, say, whatever layer, whatever level that you went up to. Say, bring those frequencies into your body, your current state of being. So you start resonating from those frequencies. And then through the laws of physics, whatever you resonate with, you'll naturally attract. So... As we count up, up to four, let's take a nice deep breath in. Zero. Noticing where you are, your body. One. Setting to those levels, you're remembering how those levels felt. Two. Noting how you're feeling. Three. Some of you feeling it already is that 
and that layer blends into or that reality blends into this reality and four bringing that layer level into the current state of being Let you be in this space for as long as you'd like. Thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Look forward to seeing you, meta healing with you on the next podcast. Take care.